First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at on the line right now is Ryan Nobles from CNN. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Haven't talked to you in a while. Good to talk to you again. It, uh, you've been on uh, traveling the world, from what I understand, on vacation and not not quite the world. Oh, yes, I was on vacation last week. What yeah. does somebody do when they travel for work? When they go on vacation, they just go home. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to be well, home. The big difference is you're with your family as uh, yeah. your colleagues. Right. You guys. Uh, yep. Different experience. And and you don't have to respond to emails. That's the other nice thing. That's very helpful. Um, Well, listen, uh, uh, I think uh, there might have, and I'm just going out on a limb here, there might have been a better plan, even though President Biden says, nope, this is the best we could do. It almost seems like there could have been a better plan on how to pull out of Afghanistan. What are you finding out there? I I think that's uh, probably a universally held opinion. Uh, at this point, Bill, maybe uh, aside from the president himself and his most closest advisors, you'd be hard-pressed to find someone here in Washington and beyond who thinks that this uh, situation wasn't a colossal blunder by the administration. Now, that you know is also offered up with the caveat that uh, Joe Biden isn't responsible for the situation in Afghanistan. This was a decision uh, 20 years in the making, uh, a number of presidential administrations that didn't want to deal with it or simply kick the can down the road. Uh, he was at was widespread political opinion that most Americans didn't want to be involved in that conflict anymore. But I think most Americans also didn't realize what was going to happen the second that there wasn't a strong American military presence in Afghanistan. Uh, I don't think anybody predicted how precipitous uh, the Taliban takeover would be in the humanitarian crisis that it created, and I think that's what you're alluding to, is that it seems as though this drawdown could have been handled uh, much more smoothly. And at the very least, before the major uh, American military presence was gone, that you know all of those Afghans uh, who have supported the U.S. military mission, whether they be interpreters or uh, just uh, contractors that supported the mission in any way, shape, or form that were immediately vulnerable to Taliban forces should have been removed as quickly as possible. Yep. You know, again, I know on Capitol Hill, for instance, that there have been Democratic uh, lawmakers, Seth Moulton from, from Massachusetts is one of them, who've been screaming for the rooftops about these special immigrant visas back in January mm-hmm. when uh, after President Biden won the election. So they're, they're, they knew problems could potentially exist. I'm sure they didn't expect it to happen so fast, but you're right. I think this could have been handled much differently. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been hearing about this, uh, like you said, uh, all year long. And uh, now all of a sudden we're surprised. I thought it was also very interesting, the uh, some of the conflicting statements in the in Biden's speech the other day. Uh, number one, saying um, we we thought the, the Afghanis would be able to handle and stand up for their own country militarily. We thought they would be able to. Yet in the next breath, uh, he said, 
we were surprised it fell as quickly as it did. So which yeah. is it, right? No, and, and that's been the biggest problem that, that I think Biden personally has had throughout this process, is that his uh, position on all of these things uh, are completely all over the map. You know, and, and, and things that he said just a few weeks ago have turned out to be completely incorrect. You know, he said that they had the full confidence that the Afghan military would have the capacity to hold the Taliban off, which that was one of the most colossal, uh, 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 you know, under predictions of all time. The Afghan military uh, uh, just completely flopped the second that the U.S. military wasn't there to back them up. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he's also uh, said that the buck stops here with him, that, you know, this is all his responsibility, while at the same time blaming previous administrations for uh, the role they didn't or didn't did or did not play in this whole process. You know, Bill, I think there's this is an example of how difficult it is to be president of the United States, right? Because I think that Biden is correct, in, and he's correct in the fact that most Americans didn't want our troops in harm's way in Afghanistan anymore. I mean, let's be very clear. That was Donald Trump's position. Donald yeah. Trump was ready to pull those troops out. It was Barack Obama's position. He wanted to pull those troops out. The difference, though, is when met with the reality of the situation, now everyone's perception has changed. Now when they see the fallout from it, now everybody uh, has complaints. And I think the bigger problem here for Biden is it's a competency issue. Uh, you know, this if you see what happened here, whether or not you have a strong opinion about Afghanistan at all, you know, it's impossible to look at this without recognizing the fact that it was handled fairly poorly. Yeah. And then that leads you into questions about whether or not you know, the COVID response is being handled appropriately, whether yeah. or not any other domestic policy issue is being handled well. Uh, and so just this idea, you know, his approval rating is now under 50% for the first time in his administration. You know, this is without a doubt the biggest challenge of his presidency and, you know, how he gets out from underneath this right now and having a hard time trying to see. Yeah. You know, Ryan, you mentioned uh, a question of his competency. I, I guess I, I have to ask you this. I'm surprised that the generals, the people who know this stuff, I understand he's the the commander-in-chief, so what he says goes. But I'm sure he sought input, and and somebody had to tell him, look, if you do it like this, it's just going to be like knocking over a domino. It's going to go down quick. Mm -hmm. They don't have a chance. Like, there's a better way. You want to withdraw, I'm fine, but there's a better way we can do this than just pulling out in two weeks. Jeff, the question that you just asked is the biggest question that I think is swirling around Washington right now, and particularly where I work on Capitol Hill. Uh, you know, both Democrats and Republicans want to hear from the intelligence community. They want to hear from the highest leadership at the Pentagon. They want to hear from leadership at the State Department. And they're asking that very question. What did you tell the president that led him to say, we're going to draw our military forces down rapidly, and we're going to do it in a way before all of our translators and support staff are pulled out of there before all the special immigrant visas have been processed. You know, some Republicans, like Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, have suggested that Biden was told that by his top generals, that they warned that this was going to be the outcome, and he overruled them. Now, if you listen to the Secretary of Defense, if you listen to the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, if you listen to the Secretary of State, they all seem to be, uh, you know, singing from the same hymn book. But you're right, there seems to have been either a tremendous misanalysis of what could potentially happen once uh, Americans left, uh, or just Biden hearing from these people. 
people and seeing these intelligence reports and deciding that he didn't care. We didn't have the, the clear answer to that yet. My guess is at the end of next week, you know, there's going to be a series of briefings on Capitol yeah, Hill, yeah. both classified and unclassified, where there these uh, generals and leaders are going to have to answer tough questions, and some of them are going to be appearing in public hearings as soon as next week. That, I think, is the biggest question that needs to be answered right now. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, we'll do it again. Thanks, man. We'll uh, talk next week. Wait, we Jeff is leaving? It. Nobody told me this. I Jeff like is I leaving. His been... final day is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Has there any been, anybody been at WIBX longer than Jeff? This is, this is Actually, uh, you know, uh, only the transmitter. And <laughs> Jim Rondinelli. Um, yeah. Jim you know, Rondinelli. Can, can I tell you, Ryan, though, he is leaving to work as... Go ahead, tell him. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'll be sure. working in Assemblywoman uh, Marianne Buttonshawn's office. I'm really excited wow. about that. Yeah. I'm really well, excited. people that email you and complain about me realize that you've been a closet Democrat this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you, this is your chance to get all your shots in, oh, and that was a gem God, right there. That was a goodie. <laughs> Ryan, uh, if, you're, if you're sick of that CNN life, we do have an opening here at WIBX. Oh, oh, yeah, all right. Please, yeah. yes. Right. So that's, that's, Boy, that's they'll that's forget about me quick if Ryan comes in here. Holy all right, cow. Ryan, thanks, man. We'll do it again right, it next week. Bye-bye. Have fun. All right.